Hey, my name is Elisa Kay, and I'm here to teach you how to rise above the noise and say yes to owning an unforgettable, impact-making business. On this podcast, you'll learn how to harness the power of your unique story and use magnetic marketing tools so that you can confidently own your place in your industry. Get ready to transform your marketing to reach more people and finally feel authentically you online. It's time to grow your business with purpose. This is the Own Your Message podcast. You're listening to the Modern Coach podcast, episode number eight, where we're going to talk about your freedom offer. Let's start the show. Hey, my name is Elisa Kay, and you're about to learn the new way that coaches are building thriving businesses online by rising out from the shadows, owning who they are, and finally understanding the business of coaching. Get ready, because this is where we shed the old age thinking of coaches everywhere and say yes to owning a happy, healthy business that not only impacts people everywhere, but gives you the freedom to do what you want, when you want. This is the Modern Coach Podcast. Welcome to this offer episode. I'm so jazzed to be breaking down with you how I see offer creation and specifically the main ingredients that you need to have a freedom offer, aka one that is able to not only gather a high price tag to give you the freedom that you want and to give you the space that you need to have to dedicate your time, effort and energy adequately to each one of your clients, but also one that you can actually start to scale as you grow, as you move, as you develop your coaching skills. So what do I mean by a freedom offer? A freedom offer is one where essentially you can do it in many different ways. You can do it as a done-for-you situation. You can do it as a done-with-you situation. You can do it as a group situation. You can do it as a passive situation. And by passive, as in I mean you record videos and then you sell them over and over and over again from, you know, different capacities. There are so many different ways to make an offer passive, but that is the way that I like to explain it. For me, your freedom offer is one that has a very specific process, is one that has a very specific outcome at the end of it, and is one that you can scale in terms of not only can you scale monetarily, but you can scale your time, as in you can spend a lot of time with people doing it, or you can spend no time with people doing it. it it's an offer that gives you flexibility. And in fact, most businesses that have reached the seven-figure mark particularly the launches that I've worked on in the past, the one thing that is very, very clear is that the offer is the same (laughs) as the business grows. Like the people in the mastermind of the passive product still ultimately want the same outcome of whatever the passive product is. So I think when you start to get that, that most successful business owners scale their offer because they're focused on selling one thing and they're selling one outcome to a different type of client over and over again. That's one way of looking at it. For me, as a coach, what I really wanted was the freedom. I wanted to be able to get on a plane anytime I wanted and take, you know, a week off. So I knew that I wanted to essentially have a high ticket item that I could sell to begin with so that I could develop it so that I could spend that time helping people. Because for me, the more time a client has with me, the more likely they will be successful. This has just been the truth 
for, for many, many years. Like I know that with the kids that I used to tutor, the more time the kid would have with me, the more likely they were to succeed the first time they took an exam. And, you know, this proved to be consistently true as the business grew. And I think it's the same with my coaching clients. The more I spend time with them, the more VIP days we have, the more hours they spend with me, the more questions they ask, the more successful they will be because they have me in, in their back pocket as their support system. So for me, when I'm thinking about the freedom offer and I'm thinking about starting to create one, I always start with a high ticket item because it makes the most sense. It has the the most likelihood of a success if I'm intimately involved with the process, with whatever it is that I'm teaching. So when we think about the freedom offer, it doesn't have to be a high ticket item if you don't want it to be, but I want you to think about, can it be high ticket at the beginning? Can I actually start to offer it up? And, you know, even... Even thinking about the different things that I've invested in in the past, a lot of them, you know, a lot of the introductory offers that I would have bought from that person or a lot of the stuff that I would have seen online, it's all a facet of the same thing. So if you start thinking about your freedom offer in that way, it's a lot easier for you to reconcile and it's a lot easier for you to then grow your business. What most people do is they build a hundred different offers and then they're like oh my god why am I not successful well probably because you are trying to build a hundred different buildings at once the way that I like to explain to my people is this you are on island a that is on fire island a is on fire it's shit no one likes to be on a fire island and you are a pilot of a plane your plane is your offer you have customers that can choose between your plane they can choose between so's and so's plane they can go on to virgin they can go on to delta they can go on to whatever the emirates right they can pick any airline company based on wherever it is flying right so you need to convince your clients that in order to get to island b as in the island where everything is sexy everything is dreamy everything is working great that they need to get onto your specific plane the reality is to get from island A to island B, there are 101 different planes. And if you're trying to pilot all of them at once, chances are you're not making it to the island. So when we promise things like, well, you'll have freedom on my island, you'll have magic, you'll figure out your purpose. Like, those things are not specific enough. What we want to say to people is like, hey, you're on island A that is on fire. If you want to come to Maui with me, where you are going to be in a five-star resort, everything is paid for... You can have, you know, cocktails on ice and there will be a sexy robot person fanning you as you lie on the beach and get a tan and that is your jam. Then obviously I would like to get onto your plane versus, let's say, another coach's proposal of here is a travel lodge holiday and, you know, your meals are not included. <laughs> Most coaches are are in the travel lodge category with their offers because their offers are just not taking into account what do people actually want. So when we're looking at offer creation, we want to start get a lot more specific and start to think about well, what what's on our island? Like where? Why are they trying to leave? What's the desire that they have, and what are the outcomes of them working with me? I think I've mentioned before that we do have a 12-step offer test 
that we put all of our offers through, right? And we we want to make sure that it's very clear what the outcome is. We want to make sure that we have a name for the offer. We want to make sure that we have, you know, a cost versus result analysis. All of these different things that make up an irresistible offer. There are three main things I want to talk to you about today. Because again, like we, we only have a finite amount of time and I can talk about offer creation for hours and hours and hours. And in fact, like my three-part uh, training series that we recently hosted, a lot of that time was spent talking about the offer because the offer is one of the most pivotal things that is going to inform not only your content, not only your strategy, not only your sales process, but it's going to inform the type of client that you're aiming to work with and is going to inform your business as a whole. Like a lot of the time I see people in the startup phase of their business and they, they have a great idea, but they're not really clear as to what it does for whom and why and when. And I think that a lot of coaches would benefit from sitting down and really thinking about what is the outcome. So step one that I want you to know in, you know, like the back of your hand, what is the result that they're going to have tangibly from working with you? So for most of my clients, when we work together for 90 days, I can very, very, very easily say, well, if you want to achieve a 10k month, we will get you to your 10k consistent months over that 90 day period, right? And that's the system that we put in place together for that specific client. So for my VIP one-to-one offer for that specific client, we would get them to a 10K month. Now, if we haven't achieved the 10K month at the end of the 90 days together, then obviously that's a result that we've gotten and we need to look at, well, why did that happen, right? What's what's going on there? If we haven't achieved it, is it something to do with the fact that we couldn't implement the system? Maybe the offer doesn't work. Maybe we've got, you know, we've done a launch in it and it flopped. There are different variations and it's not necessarily about you promising the specifics. Like I'm not sat here saying to you, if you work with me, I will impart upon you 10K. What I will do though, is I will show you the system that will most likely get you there in, in, in most cases, 90 days. So again, it's not about necessarily guaranteeing to people, even though some coaches do guarantee like specific results. That's fine if you're one of them. For me, I want to know like what is specifically, what is it specifically that I help people get, right? And usually when I start working with clients, specifically in my niche, they want more clients. Like that's what, that's what the promise is. <laughs> so for you, that might be, a weight goal for you, it might be a, um, like a, even a feeling goal can be specific. Like you have enough energy to go and host your yoga classes. Like one of my clients, she works specifically with spiritual teachers and the promise of her offer was, well, you'll get through this tough time and you'll be able to go back to your normal teaching schedule. Like that is very much an intangible, a result as in like your energy levels, right? But but the tangibility of you'll be able to get up and go to work every single day, like that's a pretty tangible thing. So no matter what niche you work in, no matter what type of type of clients that you have, because I'm aware that not everyone is in the business to business space, you can still make a tangible result possible, no matter your niche. And we've done this before with you know, with fitness, health clients, with spiritual clients, with even clients who've worked with um, crochet, for example, like 
there there is tangibility in every single niche and if you're telling yourself that well my niche is the exception to the rule because I can't promise tangible results then you are just kidding yourself like <laughs> there is there is tangibility in every single space and if there isn't then we need to look at well what's the space and why is it so intangible right so this the first thing that I want you to think about is what is the tangible thing that I'm promising my clients when I look at the people that I work with usually it's they double their audience size they double their revenue, they get, you know, up to 10 VIP clients, they have more systems, they have more processes, they have their, you know, they get either back on track for 10k months, or they have their first 10k month. And you know, again, it's very different depending on what you're what you're selling. But when I sat down and started thinking about like the tangibility of my offers, those are the things that stand out to me based on the case studies. And I think sometimes when you're trying to reverse engineer it and you're you're thinking from this perspective, sat here listening to this, I think it's useful to look at, well, what are the last five, ten people that I've worked with and what were their results and how can I start to make that a lot more clearer in my marketing? That's what I would do first is number one, I would definitely 100% think about the tangibility of my product. Then I would look at, okay, well, what, what, how much money are they losing out on if they don't have that result? So for example, if let's say I'm saying to people, you want to get to a 10k month, I'm the coach for you. Let's use that easy example for now. How much money are they losing out on by not getting that result? Well, it's 120k dollars because we charge in dollars a year that they're losing out on. Now that's a pretty clear loss. So as in, if they don't invest in working with me, what they're losing out on is this specific thing. And I want you to start getting clearer in your head on what is your offer worth and what is it worth to them? What's what's the consequence of them staying on this burning, terrible, about to detonate island, right? And for my clients, well, the consequence is they're losing out on at least 120k a year, if not more. Therefore, it makes it a no-brainer for them to start working with me, right? Because who would want to lose out on 120k a year? And if we multiply that by 5, let's say, or by 10, and we look at, well, what's the total cost of them missing out on working with me? It makes it a no-brainer, right? And for me, the best test in terms of value of the offer is to look at, well, what is it worth to my client? Not only what is the value of the offer, but what's the value of the result that they get? And I think that, you know, a lot of us undersell ourselves in the coaching space because we don't think about it in those very tangible, specific terms. So that's thing two that I would look at, like the value of the offer and what's, what's it worth to your client? And then last, but definitely not least, I would look at, what is, what's the name of the offer? Am I making it very clear what they actually get inside? So we've done the value, like we've done what the cost benefit is. Therefore, like, do we name the offer? It's not just their coaching package. Can we make it very specific and outcome oriented? Can we make it very clear as to what is it in it for the client when they start working with us? There is the famous Shakespeare line, what's in a name, Right. And I think that there is a lot in a name, particularly when we have offers on the table. A lot of coaches have things like, you know, here is schedule a consultation with me, buy my coaching package. Like those don't sound sexy. You have to remember that the marketing never stops. 
You're marketing yourself at every single stage of the buyer journey. Even when they've enrolled and they've paid you, you're still marketing to the people. You still have to essentially re-enroll them in the vision and in the result of whatever it is that they want to do. Because remember, like most people know that they have a problem. Like I know that I need to go to the gym more often. I know I need to go and, you know, fix the whatever mother daughter wound. I know that I need to go and I'm trying to think of all the other other coaching scenarios that we could have that are easy. I know that if I want to, you know, uh, paint better, that I need to work on my oil skills or whatever it may be. I know that I have this problem. It's up to you as the coach and as the marketer in your business to show me why now is the best time for me to solve the problem. And part of your offer and part of your marketing for said offer is to make it really, really abundantly clear as to what am I getting? What am I getting by working with you? It's no use you saying I've got these great worksheets. It's, it's you know, it needs to have a process. It needs to, your offer needs to not only have a name, have a specific outcomes-based name, but it also needs to have an internal process that you're taking me through. So step one is, are you being very clear as to the island A, island B divide, right? Step two is, are you being clear in the value of the offer? What is it worth to me getting off island A? And then step three, are you clear in the process? Are you clear in the roadmap? Are you clear in the flight path that I'll be taking getting on your plane? And if that's not clear, then we have to make it clear. We have to start to systemize. For example, with my clients, we do EFT tapping, right? And what EFT tapping is this, it's called emotional freedom techniques. It's one of my favorite ways to move through hidden beliefs. It's one of my favorite ways to reprogram your mind. And for me, that's part of my flight path, right? But it's not necessarily the main thing that we would do with a client. I would take them through the process that I shared with you in the previous episode. And we would look at, you know, all of those elements. And EFT would be a a thing that we do to essentially curb the mental barriers that people have. You know, when it comes to selling, for example, if you have anxiety to get on the phone... Tapping is a really great way of circumventing that anxiety and and essentially helping you through. So the point being is that if I didn't give you a flight path and if I wasn't clear on what are the tools that I'm using in each single step of my process, then it's not really a process and it's not repeatable. Whereas what I want with all of my clients is to be able to say to them, well, if you work with me in this specific way, in this specific capacity... I can replicate the results that I've made with these other clients because I know and I have a plan. It bothers me no end when I look at coaches who have been doing it for such a long time and are really good at what they do, but they can't really summarize what the fuck they do with clients. They're like, well, I'm really good and I get really great results if when someone meets me in person and I, like, I'm able to essentially make a custom-made roadmap, but that's not impressive to me. It's not impressive to me that you can speak to a person and get them from island A to their island B. What's impressive to me is if you can succinctly say to me, I can take 10 people who are who have similar problems and I can take them through my flight path and they'll all end up on island B. That is impressive and that is the way of the modern coach in my opinion. Yes, 
am I not, uh, you know, am, am I disputing the fact that every single client is different? No, of course not. But we all have the same needs and we all have, you know, even even though my clients might be in different niches and we deviate from the path, we still go back to the fundamentals of that framework and we still go back to the basics, the basic ingredients that they need for success. And I know for a fact that no matter who comes to me in whatever niche, I'll still be able to get them to Island B because I have a process and it's systemized and it's sexy as fuck. And I believe in it fully because I've done it my clients have done it, and I have all of this evidence to say that it works. Now, like, if someone starts to argue with me and say, well, you know, whatever, this process sucks, blah, 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 I don't want to do sales calls, I'm like, okay, fine, I'm not the coach for you. <laughs> that is a-okay with me. There are 101 different ways to sell, there are 101 different ways to scale your business, Find one that aligns with you. And I think that, you know, the best coaches are the ones that know what their superpowers are. They're willing to, you know, to explore other avenues. They're willing to see whether they can do things better. They're willing to look at what, you know, the curriculum that they're designing and essentially massage those ingredients. But those ingredients are fundamentals to your coaching process. At least they are for me. So the three things that you really need are essentially the clarity of what's island A, what's island B then you need the clarity of what's that transformation worth to your client. Like, I think we have this fucked up view of pricing and we say things like, well, what's the offer worth? As if you can ever place a value on yourself as an individual. Like, you're priceless. I believe you're priceless. So therefore, your offer is outside of you. So we want to get clear on what's the offer value worth and what's it worth to the client. And then step three, I want you to get really clear on what is the process that you're taking someone through, right? What's the island A to island B flight path? And does it have a name? Like, I want it to have a sexy name. Again, going back to the branding question and the branding, brand DNA episode, have you branded everything? I want everything to be branded. I want everything to be shiny and sexy and compelling. I want your people to know what they're investing in and know that it's the best thing since sliced bread. And again, you know, for your freedom offer, the beautiful part about it is that you can then scale it. You can do it with one-to-one. You can do it, you know, on a done-for-you basis. You can do it on a done-with-you basis. When I first launched the Soulmate Client Accelerator, it was a one-to-one program. Then I scaled it to a group. Eventually, I'll probably do it as a passive version too. But the thing that I love about that offer specifically is that it teaches people how to sell and it teaches people how to have those profitable conversations and if there is one thing hands down that has definitely helped me be a badass business owner it's having the ability to sell anything to anyone and to to really believe in my process and to not only be able to craft great offers but to be able to sell them too because lots of people do you know lots of people do promise results and and they can generally deliver upon them the problem though is is that if no if your results are very vague and no one is wanting those very very vague results you start to think to yourself oh my god am I not a great coach oh my god what if no one wants what I do oh my god what if I need to go back to my shitty nine to five oh my god oh my god oh my god and a lot of the time has nothing to do with your offer and nothing to do with you as a salesperson it has everything to do with how you've positioned said offer and the fact that you're not clear on the island A to island B divide. 
So I hope that this gives you a little bit of an overview in terms of like the three essential things that your offer needs to have at a very like minimal level. That's thing number one. But thing number two is depending on where your offer is at is how do you sell it? As I have mentioned before, I love sales calls. I think sales calls get a bad rap in the coaching industry. I think a lot of people are allergic to the word selling and I think that it's a freaking shame. Most successful coaches that you see today, most of the big giants, started selling over the phone. They have done at least a hundred, if not more, consultations to get that customer voice data, as in the, to get that one-to-one -one interaction to know their ideal client intimately. I want you to sit with that. <laughs> and if you have any feelings about doing phone calls or phone conversations, I want you to ask yourself, why is that? It's literally just like your client coming to a doctor's office. Don't you, do you not want to give your people the opportunity to ask you questions? Do you not want to give your people the opportunity to prove to you as the coach that they're the right fit for your offer? I know I do. And I think that sales calls are great in establishing rapport in helping you essentially get more business and they give you so much data and I think that you know your sales process depending on what your offer is is obviously going to be different right when I sell my VIP one-to-one -one coaching I do it differently to when I sell my done with you program to when I do a you know one-to-many coaching situation there are different sales processes at each stage and I want you to get clear on where am I at Am I hitting my freedom metric? Am I hitting my minimal requirement to live? And if you're not hitting that, then you need to start with one-to-one -one clients because they're the ones that are going to help you essentially have enough profit in the bank, have enough freedom for you to be able to start to transition to more of a passive model. I find that whenever I want more cash the easiest thing for me to do is to sell time with myself because again time with myself equals results and I think that you know as much as I love passive products and as much as I love courses and memberships and all of that good stuff you need to have an audience to be able to sell that and most coaches don't have one so in order to essentially circumvent that, like how do you then get the money to build the audience? How do you get the time to build the audience? Well, you need to have profit in the bank. And a lot of the time, selling one-to-one -one is what gets you the profit in the bank. Sorry, not sorry, but it's the truth. And I think, you know, a lot of coaches out there are, are kidding you in giving you a completely false framework to follow. So I think the, the best thing, thing for you to do if you are cash strapped is to figure out what does that freedom offer look like and how can you start to scale it like not only will you have great testimonials from one-to-one -one clients not only will you have great feedback on what you need to change tweak massage remove etc in your offers but you'll also have the profit in the bank to be able to give you that breathing room to to be able to innovate to be able to then scale this thing that's why it's called the freedom offer because it gives you leverage and it gives you the options to do different things with it so i hope you loved this episode on your freedom offer i hope you um have picked something new up from this conversation what i would love for you to do is to get on our soulmate client accelerator waitlist because we go so much deeper into this uh specifically and i'll link this in the show notes but the Soulmate Client Accelerator is the program where we really go deeper into this. And if you're interested in figuring out your freedom offer, 
that's the best place for you to find out more. But for today, thank you so much for joining me in this very special episode. I look forward to the next time that we speak. Have an amazing day. I'll speak to you in the next episode. Are you stuck in a loop of cookie cutter content feeling like you can't find your voice or the confidence to show up authentically? Good news, Magnetic Mavens is here to help you be unforgettable. Our membership will get you to break free from the monotony of copycat content and find your unique power story. In this membership, you'll create a consistent writing habit to stay ahead of your content creation and take back control of your plan without any of the overwhelm. It's time to leave the bland and boring content behind and own your message with integrity and fun. Join the Magnetic Mavens today. Head to alisa-k.com forward slash magnetic to register right now.